welcome to Inject It Podcast. This is our first episode. Hey Hiya. everyone. How's everyone? How's everyone going? Yeah, how is everyone? How is everyone? How are um, you? We hope that you're all do- I'm good. I'm good. Happy New Year, by the way. Yeah, Happy New Year. 2021 yeah. at last. I think everyone's I been waiting for this day. <laughs> Literally. Like, are we saying um, 2021 is our year or are we leaving oh. that? back in 2020 <laughs> I literally I think I'm just gonna I know you hate this quote I'm going with the flow that's all I can oh, do at the moment okay. going with the flow you mm. know not like these guys though no oh. not in any relationships no not in that way I'm going with the flow well, we can't really do much you can't plan anything because we're stuck in tier four so literally we literally cannot do anything we have what? no choice there's nothing we can do so okay I guess 2021 we can only go with the flow yeah <laughs> anyway it's gonna be a spontaneous year yeah oh gosh it is spontaneous oh i really don't like the sound of that a spontaneous year neither do i i just want to make my plans me too i'm such a structured person like this stresses me out a lot but i think it's gonna teach people to be a bit more like um you know spontaneous and actually live in the moment which is good Mm -hmm. but at the same time if you're a person that likes plan and structure it's just Mm-hmm. Bollocks, I hate it. <laughs> it ugh, oh my gosh, I'm like, I'm tired. Like, I I like to know what I'm doing. Yeah. And I like to have a plan. Like, I like to have my plans set, like, a week at least in advance. Mm-hmm. I like my plans. I have my calendar. I've, look, guys, I bought my 2021 calendar. Oh, that's so sweet. You know, sweet. hopefully I'll be able to use all the pages this year. <laughs> is <laughs> it one for the wall? Year. Or is it one, like, book? Yeah. Oh, I love so that. So it's a wall. I've bought a wall calendar. I like to have a wall calendar. And basically I have it. So um, I'll try and describe it to you. So it's literally, so it's got all the days, mm. like, kind of all down in a list. And then there's lines where I can plan out kind of a few things for every day yeah. and I'll be able to see it so I can plan what, what days I'm working what days I'm going to do stuff what days we're going to record on the podcast and stuff oh, and I, love that. I like it just to be kind of on my wall so I can just I just know mm. what I'm doing I can glance at it and it's like okay that's what I've got on yeah, next week easy. that's what I'm doing this week that's what I'm doing today kind of thing and I just I just like everything there but yeah. obviously last year so <laughs> last year I bought a wall calendar <laughs> I bought my calendar and it came, I think it came in January. Then I was planning out everything, had everything dotted for work, um, had all my dates dotted in for March and April for the days I was working and then lockdown. Oh, it's (laughs) shit. It's so bad. And then there's four months of the calendar which have not been used. (laughs) What was your calendar like last year? Do you remember, I don't know if when you were little, I used to get like celebrity calendars. So I remember Mm -hmm. one year had a Christina Aguilera one and it had so many looks in it. It was like, it had her in braids, which <laughs> I remember that time. But, um, oh gosh. There was so that many was, different looks. That was the time. Yeah, I literally <laughs> remember that calendar so much. I remember my month, like July, that's my birthday month. She had, mm-hmm. she was wearing like a pink outfit and I literally loved it. But um, I haven't had a wall calendar in about 10 years. It's mad. Oh, have you not? No. Yeah, I quite like having them. Um, mine are just very plain mm. because now now that I want this specific calendar where it has all the days kind of down in a column yeah. so I can plan out what's happening each day, there's not really much room to like kind of see a picture and stuff. And it's like yeah. A3 size and literally all the days kind of take up the whole of the A3. So my calendar last year was the same, was similar to the calendar that I've got That's this good. year because I just like that format. Yeah. But um, organised. Yeah. What did but, you get up um, to over Christmas? Um, 
I just chilled. Christmas was mm. the most normal thing that has happened this year. <laughs> like, I managed to escape. I um, So guys, yeah, I'm originally from Wolverhampton. So I live in West London, but I managed to escape um, tier four. Lucky. And I quick time ran down to Wolverhampton because <laughs> Boris wants to announce these tiers every day anyhow yeah <laughs> anyhow and not give 24 hours notice mm-hmm. so <laughs> i was literally like literally i had people messaging me and um calling me so i had my friend messaging me saying alex go home alex go home yeah make sure you go home and i was just like okay okay and she's like if you don't get home for christmas you can you can stay with me and i was like okay <laughs> and then i even had my dad calling me so like if my dad is calling me that means it's serious because yeah. this guy i don't hear from him all year <laughs> all year round <laughs> like you know i don't i don't need to text him i don't need to call him because like whatever i'll see him when i get home or whatever mm-hmm. or, you know like he'll find out he knows i'm okay if you know, if I'm not texting him, basically he said to me before, if I'm not texting him, it means he knows that I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, so like literally he called me twice. Oh my being God, like, so it's serious. Come home, you need to come home today. <laughs> you need to come home right now. I was like, okay, dad, I'm going to leave at eight o'clock. And he's like, no, you need to come right now. And I'm like, I'm done. I need to pack. <laughs> I need to pack. But yeah, oh so God. I quick time run, run away to Wolverhampton before London changed to tier four. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so, but Christmas is the most normal thing. Like we still, cause we were in Wolves, we were still in tier three. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we still had family come round and yeah, we just chilled. We just had a nice time. We watched our films, nice. you know, we ate our dinner and yeah, we, we just had a nice time. That's you so know, good. Boris said three families and that's what we did. Oh, you're lucky. We, I don't think, I don't even know what the rules are. I'm not really keeping up, but I think um, I live in Essex. I think we're like the mm-hmm. worst in the country right now for COVID cases and the hospitals have like oh, yeah. declared a crisis because like people can't go into the hospitals unless you've got COVID or like a serious emergency. They're like, no, you've got to go to Suffolk or Norfolk or something. It's just mad. Oh, wow. So, um, I think, and you've just you've just recently recovered, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. I had COVID. Literally, I came out of isolation on Christmas Day, and that was such oh, a wow. blessing. I was like, "Thank oh, God!" Oh my God! Um, At least that's so good. Yeah. At least it was like, "Yes, I can eat exactly," <laughs> and I can talk to people. I can talk to my family. <laughs> it was just it was such a weird time because. I caught it from my friend because we did, we mm-hmm. broke the rules because we were like, oh, I'm fed up. Like the year's almost over. Let's like, we haven't seen each other properly all year. So uh-huh. let's meet up. So we met up, we went out for food and one of my friends wasn't feeling great, but she wasn't really showing any like COVID symptoms. So we just thought, oh, okay, maybe she's just like run down or something because she just started a new yeah. job. So we thought, oh, it's probably like when you start a new job, you get a bit sick anyway, most of the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, she had covid and she gave it to me and another friend and then we were all texting it it was nice it wasn't nice that we all had it but it was it was quite comforting having other people um yeah it's like you weren't isolated in it and yeah it wasn't like you guys are kind of going through at the same time i Mm -hmm. guess rather than yeah 
when with a lot of people you don't really know where it's come from yeah exactly you don't not sure who who you got it from or whatever mm-hmm. and I guess in that case but the yeah. thing is as well though you guys weren't really breaking the rules if you were allowed to go out there was chances that you could go out yeah right? yeah oh, but it, ha- it was meant to be households House- or something wasn't yeah, it yeah you wasn't supposed to mix like that yeah but like i'm sorry you you mix when you go to work and everyone had to still be at work so none of this none of these rules make any sense at all because i I was just seeing it as like my mum's a teacher she's been mixing with people like this whole time as students don't wear masks people don't wear masks when walking around so like yeah if she's having to like be put in front of all of these strange kids then surely yeah i can like just see my friends like my one time breaking the rules in like forever Mm-hmm. I can go and see my friends, but yeah, I caught it and um, I had it, I, well, I stayed isolated for the 10 days, but I didn't yeah. really feel that bad. I lost my sense of smell and taste for like three days. Okay. And um, what else happened? I think I had a headache on the first day and I was like, oh, this is probably mm-hmm. COVID because this is like, I never, ever get headaches. But I'm, yeah. I'm generally quite healthy. So I think that really That's helps good. me. And I've got asthma as well. So I was like shitting myself. I was like, oh my God, yeah. like in case, uh, God knows what might happen. Like, I, I might just have a yeah. weird turn. But um, mm-hmm. me and my other friends, we all had different symptoms. Like, I, I, I think we were all napping. We were all so tired. But like mm-hmm. one, one person had like a cough for ages. Another person had fever. Um, okay. And then I, I lost my taste and smell and they didn't. So it's really weird because we're all the same age. We're all like, we have similar backgrounds. So it's just, it's really strange. But um, yeah, I'm just so happy that I haven't got it anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just thank boring. God. Just like, thankfully that you're okay and yeah. that you're good. Yeah. And I didn't spread yeah, it either, just, which is good. Like we kept yeah. it to just me. Like I live with my family and I just mm-hmm. stayed in my bedroom and my mum, like she was cooking for, for me every day, bringing me drinks. Aww. It's just like, <laughs> I know, I just felt so bad because I just wanted to get yeah. up and like get a drink for myself. But luckily there's a bathroom right next to my room and okay, I that's just good. kept that bathroom for like the 10 days yeah yeah, yeah. so basically w- did you kind of isolate to that you kept that bathroom for yourself and yeah. everyone else had to use the different one yeah they just yeah, used, makes sense yeah they used the other bathrooms um, which is we're lucky like I feel so lucky because I couldn't imagine living in like a two bedroom flat or something with one bathroom yeah. with like family it would like, just be mad you have to wipe it down yeah every time <laughs> actually you know what's funny because um <laughs> So basically, whenever like with some of my cousins, their schools, yeah. then they have to they get sent home because of COVID. Someone has COVID. My oh uncle, my, my uncle made my cousin self isolate <laughs> in her room, <laughs> and he would literally make her wipe down the bathroom after oh she does it. Bear in mind, this girl don't have COVID, <laughs> but. <laughs> Because they got sent home because someone in the class had COVID. Oh. You had to proper self isolating, wiping down the bathroom. That is Wouldn't so let serious. Her out of the room. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> he would not let her out of the room, and um, it was so funny. But it's just crazy with schools because it's kind of like schools mm-hmm. are clearly the place where they're spreading the COVID because yeah. obviously they're all there you know and mm-hmm. um it was just funny because there was one day i was um i just sent my cousin like a cute hair a cute christmas hairstyle yeah on instagram and then she's there texting me back and i'm like excuse me why are you texting me back <laughs> why aren't you at school uh, like shouldn't you be at school and she was like oh no um yeah we got sent home again oh my i was like God. again they're not getting education pro- <laughs> like proper education are they they're just, just messing around 
Like literally, they could just have the majority. Okay, the majority of students who do have laptops and do have access to Wi-Fi and stuff. Mm-hmm. Why can't they just be at home? and do online learning students who don't okay keep them coming in like i'm sorry this is the normal that we have the new normal that Mm. we need to be getting used to because i'm like yeah it's not fair like just have it it's one kind of stable environment yeah you know it's it's just you can just get through everything and get it over with because my my mum she's been saying like her students she teaches um like college students who didn't get their GCSE so a lot of the time they come mm. from like troubled backgrounds and um mm-hmm. a lot of them don't have wi-fi at home they don't have laptops they don't have yeah. safe home environments so like it's just it's just tricky because Boris has it said is. like oh teachers get pay rise get mu- more money given to schools but it's not going where it needs to go no. I don't know where it's, it's definitely going isn't. No one knows where it's going because I'm sorry, it's the same thing with, I'm sorry, why this whole, through this COVID, like the first lockdown that people are being like, donate to the NHS. The NHS is not a charity. Mm-mm. Like, I'm sorry, just yeah. give these nurses their pay rise that they deserve. <laughs> but no, you guys, the government, they keep voting against giving giving them their money. <laughs> they're voting against giving the nurses a pay rise and they're voting against feeding the kids during half term. <laughs> <laughs> literally like they're not serious I know. they are not serious and that they, old man like, do you remember that old man that walks around his garden yeah, like a million times we put on so for like the new year's um you know the new year's countdown yeah we had bbc one on and then it had their little light show and it had the old man oh, in the light sake. show give I him a break like, like my, my sister was like oh that's that's the old man what, <laughs> i think his name was tom isn't it yeah captain that was, that's tom. the old man captain tom <laughs> he did the walking for the nhs it's like a ninety, a ninety-plus-year-old old man oh. should not be walking for money for the NHS. <laughs> he's done enough. He's paid like, his taxes. He's he's already fought in the war. Yeah. Like, what more do you want from us? What more do you want from Uncle Uncle Tom? Should not have had to oh. be walking on his walker in the garden. I know raising money for the NHS because I'm sorry. Like, he's done enough for this damn country. It's just, it is too much. Like, why, oh, why was everyone clapping for him as well? Like, I get it, you're, uh, you're doing a good deed, but why are, are politicians clapping for him? Like, no, the politicians literally, no. The politicians <laughs> clapping for the NHS and clapping for Captain Tom yeah. is just literally, you know, like when people, um, like, they cause a problem <laughs> they're the cause of a problem and then they're congratulating yeah. people for coming up with <laughs> coming up with um, a solution that's what that much. is i'm sorry you cannot be clapping clapping for the nhs when you're the ones who just voted yeah. against giving the money <laughs> well done guys you've done the most with the little resources you have you know, like it's well well done marcus rashford yeah. you know bringing up that the, that the kids deserve to eat during half term the fact that that had to have they had to have a u-turn on that decision several times is just ridiculous no i can't even this year I can't. it's been crazy <laughs> this year this year has been crazy like 2020 over and 2020, out. you did you did enough. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you. Um, you know, you gave a lot of us some time to think in that, but um, we're we're not sad to see you go. Yeah, definitely not. And like last um, night as well, like the the cherry on top of 2020 being the weirdest year ever. Apparently, mm-hmm. um, let's not go into this too much, but apparently Jeffrey Epstein's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no. <laughs> 
Yeah, let's not go into that, please. <laughs> but I saw it. I was that. like, oh my God, 2020 just finished. I swear to God, in the next week, if these weird things keep happening, like, I'm just, I don't know what I'm going to no, do. Then I'm just done. I'm mm. done. Like, come on, like, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to start with 2021's going to be my year because that's what all of you said. Mm-hmm. That's what all of y'all said for about 2020. And, you know, let's not jinx it again. Yeah, they jinxed it. <laughs> let's not jinx it again. Like, we had our buffer year, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, let's just take it for what it was, you know. Yeah. Um, We're done. Obviously, a lot of things happened. A lot of traumatic things happened. And, um, yeah, so... And obviously... You know, while while we can joke and we do joke about COVID and everything, obviously it was Mm -hmm. a very serious thing. And we do, like, we pray for everyone, pray for all the families who have lost people this year. Yeah. um, Last year. But, yeah, hopefully we can all move forward, hopefully, at Mm -hmm. some point. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we just don't really know what's going to be happening, but you know, we're all gonna we're all gonna get through it. We're gonna get through it, and yeah. we're gonna come out of this. Yeah, there's positives. Yeah. There is positives, like the Definitely. vaccine and stuff. Like that. Mm-hmm. That like my granny's had the vaccine now. All oh, of her she? old mates are getting it, so I think. Oh, that's good. All of the old that's people good. are getting it, and um, I saw a picture on Instagram, which was the happiest thing I've seen like all week, and it was this girl mm-hmm. I know her. Um, I think her granddad's been obviously isolate or not isolating. What what do you call it? Maybe isolating. He's just not seen her mm-hmm. in ages. And oh, okay. um, finally they were like reunited and they were going for a walk down oh. the beach because he got his vaccine. So he's he's oh, now that's lovely. able to go out. So yeah, as much as and people moan thing. about it, it's, it's helping families. It's helping yeah, people. Yeah, definitely. I know. And I know everyone's got their theories about it, which, you know, it's fine. Like it's fine for, for people to be sceptical. Mm. You know, I can understand it. Um, but let's also remember vaccine doesn't mean that it's a cure it's just something it's just a way of prevention mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that it's a cure for people who are saying how have they found a cure for this but they don't have a cure for look they don't have yeah. cures it's for anything okay <laughs> it's not a cure it's it's a vaccine it's prevention mm-hmm. but if it means that people can feel a bit safer and feel a bit like they can actually go out and see their families especially after isolating for so long you know mm-hmm. I'm sorry this was scary and it scared a lot of people I remember at the beginning how frightened like like my mum was scared she yeah. was just my and my mum she um so she's like um a lecturer in like mm-hmm. biomed and she was scared like she Shit. was scared about it because just because she didn't really know anything and just like and as well at the beginning they were very much fear mongering mm-hmm. that's what they were doing yeah. they were trying to scare us into staying at home and that's what they're doing and then mm-hmm. when that stopped working then they changed up their little changed up what they were doing yeah. then even now with how they're using tears instead of just putting us in a lockdown mm-hmm. it's because they think oh if we call it a tier instead of a lockdown and put different places in different tiers then yeah. that means oh some people they might f- be that, like the different wording means that people are going to think of it in a different way rather yeah, than so thinking oh it's a lockdown like last time oh we can do what we want yeah you know but yeah. people are still going to do what they want anyway regardless because I'm sorry it's been too too long and like mm-hmm. I kind of don't blame people yeah like, I don't now like I, I kind of I, don't blame them yeah I don't think people should be going out like where I live especially after all the hospitals they've said like we can't even take any more people mm-hmm. um like I feel like people shouldn't be being reckless yeah yeah and you shouldn't be mixing with like 
anyone and everyone mm-hmm. definitely i agree with that yeah however it's just like i understand that people are tired and yeah mental sometimes health. you need a change of scenery from mm-hmm. the family that you live with some people live alone like i yeah. i live alone um mm-hmm. in london but you know so like i it's understandable but mm-hmm. yeah but anyway goodbye 2020 yeah. goodbye we won't miss you yeah. <laughs> i definitely won't we won't so what is 2021 gonna bring um well we can start with talking about veganuary okay um, yeah go and tell me a bit about that so um yeah diana diana here is vegan mm-hmm. which um no, I do actually find it quite interesting. So, yeah. like, I... Okay, well, I'm I'm not vegan. Mm-hmm. I will eat meat. I will buy leather. Why you know, do you look I just, so... <laughs> I, just, I just have you everything, you know. <laughs> it's because, like, basically, the thing is, yeah, uh, like, I'm very quite... I'm really interested in, like, sustainability and stuff mm-hmm. and, like, kind of what's best for the planet. And I know the fact that I eat meat <laughs> and I know all this consumption of meat is not the best thing and I I know that's like one of the one of the big contributors to like global warming and stuff Mm -hmm. however I'm not at that point where I'm just like yeah I'm gonna just give it up so I'm I'm not at that point and I do kind of like I do commend people who actually do it and Mm -hmm. who are living that lifestyle because obviously it it is very healthy as well there's lots of different ways to go about it which I find really interesting so that's the only reason why I'm kind of like (laughs) but yeah but I recently bought some vegan vegan boots did you? yeah I bought some vegan Doc Martens oh I haven't bought any of them my Doc Martens are like leather because I bought them when I was like 15 let me show you they're so Ooh, they're pretty. They're nice. I they're like lovely. them. Yeah, yeah, they're so they pretty. Nice. So I just recent bought, recently bought the the vegan platform Dot Martens. Yeah, they like, so so they're so nice. They're the platform boots. They're so nice. I was looking at the originals as well, but I mm. thought, you know what? Let me go for the all black. Yeah, and, I, I like and them actually. Vegan. All black. They look. They, yeah. they can go with more things, and they can be definitely like formal as well. They look. Yeah, more they could formal. be formal. Yeah. So I was just like, yeah, let me get them. Let me get the yeah. vegan ones. Yeah. But, um, that's the thing with yeah. January though. Like now that it's Veganuary, there's so many vegan options when it comes to like clothing, makeup, mm-hmm. um, and food obviously. That like this is the time for people to try different things. If they've been curious, it's yeah. the perfect time. You don't have to do Veganuary, but like there's so many options out. Like last year they released KFC chicken burger, vegan version. Greg's oh, yeah. steak bag. I think Subway had something. Is McDonald's. this when the, the Greg's vegan sausage roll came out? I think that was a bit. I think that was maybe vegan the was year before. Raving about that. Yeah, that was yeah, like it was, mad. it was the year before because yeah. it was when I was at work and everyone was raving about it. And then um, someone at work used to just like he would go on his motorbike and go to Greg's and do a Greg's <laughs> run for people. That's mad. <laughs> and um, yeah, and like they would be like, "Oh, do you want to try the vegan sausage roll?" I was like, "Nah, can I just have a normal sausage roll?" <laughs> like, I just because the thing I don't get like. Okay, I understand it about, okay, yeah, let's have vegan alternatives, Mm. but I don't like calling an alternative something based on meat. Yeah. Because then it's like, I feel like, why are you trying to get something to taste and have the same texture as the meat? Because then that, for me, that just seems a bit... 
I don't know, but I'm thinking of it in the sense of, you know how some people might become vegetarian or might become vegan yeah. as in the cruelty aspect to animals. Mm. So in that sense, I feel like, oh, Why but that's you? not quite right. Trying to taste and yeah. have the same texture as something that is flesh. But then yeah. at the same time, it's like, I get it because sometimes you just want to taste that kind of thing and you want to yeah. taste something that you know you used to be able to have and yeah. so I get both sides of it but then I also think like why are these dogs barking <laughs> sorry um yeah I think I think with yeah. um like the options I think it just gives me like it obviously gives vegans an easy option like when you're going out and you're just like looking for something to pick up quickly if there's a sausage mm-hmm. roll you'd rather get that than a salad because like to be honest, maybe some people would rather get salad, but like it's just faffing around. I guess around. the salad's a bit messy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like, exactly. If you just want to eat it on the go. Yeah, but when it comes so to that like sense to me. changing the the taste to make it more meaty, the thing is with meat, like we change the taste of meat anyway. Like meat doesn't yeah. taste like meat because we put so much seasoning on it and like wrap it in layers well, of like pastry. Do. Yeah, not everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but even them, they put gravy on it. They put like. Mm-hmm deny like curry sauce um but yeah like i think vegans don't mind like having that option there as well because it's like if you could pick the dead animal or the thing that isn't a dead animal but tastes good Mm -hmm. and like is like a vegan sausage then why not just go for that option if they're the same price Mm -hmm. like obviously like you could go for that option instead but yeah with veganuary i think why I wanted to talk about it today is obviously because it's January and also because just the um, perception of vegans in general, when you think mm. of a vegan, you think of like a white girl that does yoga and eats avocado on toast and I might have loves um, dreadlocks as well. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, sometimes and I have bindi. dreadlocks and then it's just like, oh yeah, and they're just so in tune with the earth and they're spiritual yeah. as well. And those those big like baggy <laughs> pants with like the elephants. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, the Thailand, the the Thailand plants. Yeah, yeah. You know, they found them. They found themselves when they're traveling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and know. they've got rich parents that buy them like the vegan alternatives. <laughs> <laughs> that cost a lot of money, <laughs> like the four pound vegan chocolates. Oh, um, okay, okay, okay. But yeah, like when you think of veganism, us in the Western world at least, we think of that when really. I learned this the other day. The term um, vegan was actually put together in like the 40s, the 1940s by a white man. And veganism has been around for so much longer than that. It's just that's the white, white name for it, if that makes sense. Um, Okay. Because if you think about it, like Rastafarians, a lot of them, they eat plants. They, a lot of them Mm -hmm. don't eat meat. The same with Buddhists. So in different areas of the world they've been eating vegan food for like forever mm-hmm. and we've only just started doing it like Europeans and like um like North American people we've only just recently started trying to and just put a term on it yeah exactly um mm-hmm. and I think the problematic thing at the moment is that when someone types in vegan like on Instagram or something you'll just see a swarm of white vegans and vegan influencers they're the ones that get in the brand deals they're the ones that are you know Mm. doing collaborations with all these brands and um, Mm -hmm. there are so many black vegans and Asian vegans that just aren't getting aren't getting like the coin they should be earning money from like their recipes and even just the fact that and just not even getting the recognition for the work mm. that they that they are putting in. And it's just like, yeah. I think as well, it's so important to actually see um, 
to see more black influencers who are vegan and yeah. what they're doing because it's like the thing is, is that right right now it seems like veganism has been presented to be something that's not black yeah it's so and it's true. not something and not something that black people do yeah whereas i know that there are a lot of people like i met a guy who was he was telling me oh yeah um my granddad is a raw vegan and i want to work towards being a raw yeah. vegan and um so he was very much like oh um mm. yeah so he was like oh i'm working on becoming a raw vegan which is basically like mainly eating kind of fruits and nuts and stuff like that and yeah. not cooking anything like and pure products so it, yeah and i just thought that was really interesting and like mm. that was a black guy and i was like oh okay that i thought that was just really interesting like yeah. that the whole concept of that yeah. and um just kind of being a bit more natural with the foods that we consume and stuff yeah um, it's true because like if you think about it most of our ancestors probably did eat vegetables that like maybe they'd kill like an animal here and there but their main mm-hmm. diet would be like fruits veg nuts like the the basics that yeah like, the raw foods that you actually get that look how they're supposed to look they're not made yeah. into something else and it's it's us in the western well not us but like the western world we've we've created all this processed food we've created mm-hmm, all of these definitely. foods that are actually bad for you and with black people you know like it's so ingrained in our culture that we have to eat meat like fried chicken it's like mac and cheese that's even like a stereotype that has just been forced upon us yeah it's so true oh yeah black people love chicken that's why all we'd eat is meat and chicken because you know we're the only ones who know how to cook it properly or something stupid yeah (laughs) it's just mad you know but curry goat and shit and like the thing is it's not it's not actually like it's tasty yeah it's tasty but if you think about it certain traditions like eating chicken's feet and like the scraps we're yeah. eating those because the slaves used to uh, the yeah. slave masters come from used slavery. to yeah like, like, like throw and them that, that was that was the cheap part exactly. like so us eating oxtail we're continuing uh, these know, bad traditions and pig's feet like yeah my mm-hmm. my mum always is like oh yeah you eat the pig's foot oh my god <laughs> and stuff like that and like yeah and it's just that us eating that has actually come from come from slavery like mm-hmm. that was literally we got the the scraps and the leftovers from yeah exactly <laughs> from what the white people were eating you know it's we ate like, what we had to eat and made it taste good like and we just had to eat it and yeah, that was it yeah but, it's um, not good for it's us. so true yeah it's but, so true yeah like at, at the moment though like i've seen on my instagram there's even stuff happening now like actamil the brand they mm-hmm. um this influencer that i follow she's like lovely her name's demi and she um she was going to work with actamel but um i think she asked them to pay her a bit more or something like that yeah. she's is this a black girl. influencer yeah she, she's mixed and i think okay. she's half black yeah, yeah. um and basically they they were just weird about it like they they told her the campaign's not going ahead once she asked um for more money I think that's the case I'm not 100% sure and mm-hmm. then she saw on her Instagram that the campaign went ahead and there was like six white influencers oh my god, with blonde hair like the the stereotypical vegan archetype that we all yeah. see well, what we think are yeah, vegan yeah exactly and she she was just like obviously upset about it because how can a brand of just course. do that and yeah but it's like why drags. even lie yeah exactly why even lie about it exactly. and i just feel like and this is the thing that keeps happening like um black voices being erased black mm-hmm. and mixed voices being erased from a subject like why is it like i'm sorry we are here and mm-hmm. we are 
like we're here we are everything we are also vegan and so this girl just said to them pay me what i'm worth pay me mm-hmm. what i deserve to be paid pay me the same what you're going to be paying or your other influencers because i'm sorry there's yeah. no way that these other influencers aren't being paid the rate that they deserve to be paid so mm-hmm. Like she has every right to ask for more money because mm-hmm. I'm sorry, these brands are trying to undercut black influencers yeah. and it's just not, it's not on. And I'm sorry, after everything that's happened in 2020, know. you know, with Black Pound Day, how, oh yeah, let's put up our black squares <laughs> and show solidarity. Mm-hmm. But now you, okay, how many months later? Yeah, six months later now you don't want to, you don't want to pay your influencers what they deserve to be paid. I'm sorry, like all our, our, when that happened, all of our rates went up Mm -hmm. and that's it. Mm -hmm. You just need to pay it. Yeah, (laughs) Just pay pay us what we deserve to be paid. That's what it is. And I just feel like it's just rude and it's rude of a brand to even actually have the audacity to try and remove her Mm -hmm. and to remove her voice and lie about it by saying that they're no longer going with the campaign. Sorry, what? Uh It's so true. just, Just tell the truth that you're no longer going with her yeah. just because you don't want to pay that just say it just say it outright say you don't want to pay that and we'll shame you now we have mm-hmm. to shame you because you've lied about something and we've got yeah. the screenshots what what's the point yeah and the thing is as well the influencers um she put pictures up of the influencers which she was a bit um she seemed a bit like reluctant to do at first but then mm-hmm. she was just like fuck it like really these girls they should have realized that there's no black people no no ethnic minorities on the campaign and they should have said something like after posting their black squares in the summer and saying oh we stand by you why have you just now ignored the fact that you're working with a brand that excludes um ethnic minorities Mm -hmm. exactly the influencers they all a lot of them responded some of them didn't actually and they um they were like oh this this has taught me a lesson that i next time I'm working with a brand, I'll check before I, I like confirm that I'll work with them that it's like a mixed um yeah, but what, group what about of influencers. This, yeah, but what does this mean about this has taught me a lesson? Because the thing is is that it taught you a lesson last time as well. Yeah. Like what do you mean by it taught you a lesson? Because are you actually going out there and actively putting in the work to say to mm-hmm. the brand, oh, who else is on this campaign? Are you making sure like are you actually doing that or is it the fact that, okay, this has happened this time, you've received your paycheck now, mm-hmm. but now it's oh, but now it's taught you a lesson because you've been just mm-hmm. because you've been tagged in a post to say, look, these are the only influencers that are on this campaign. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, like, I don't what I don't understand is how these influencers like I don't even feel that it's not okay I personally don't feel like fully the influencers should be held accountable because at the end of the day how often do you know exactly who is involved in a similar campaign as you unless Mm -hmm. you're all in the same room doing the shoot together I haven't actually seen the campaign um to know like actually how it's done if it's kind of they're putting out their own content and talk about talk about the brand yeah then you're not going to know who else is on the campaign. However, um, this influencer, did you say her name was Demi? Yeah. Um, This influencer, she knows that she was meant to be on that campaign, but then Mm -hmm. they cut her because they didn't want to pay her. Yeah. So the thing is, is that the influencers coming out trying to accept responsibility for something that they, in some cases, they don't have control on. Yeah, it's true. You know, like, what is that going to do? Yeah. Like what you need to be doing 
is now that this campaign is out, now that this has been brought to your attention, go back to that, go back to that brand and that company and tell them, look, it's wrong that you've done this. You need to be held accountable. And it's, it's holding these brands accountable. Mm -hmm. People, I feel like everyone is trying to put a lot of onus on influencers and forgetting to put the onus on the brands and Mm -hmm. just being like, oh, just saying, or like, even if these influencers went and put out their own posts saying, oh, this has been brought to my attention that this influencer who is um, who is of black heritage, like this influencer has brought to my attention that she was meant to be on this campaign and was lied to mm-hmm. by this brand um, to be told that the campaign is no longer going on. And I need to bring up and I need to shout at this brand and say, okay, I know I've just done um, a post for them. I know I've just, um, um, I've just worked with them. However, we need to not use this brand right now until Mm -hmm. they can rectify their mistake because this isn't on. And that's where it needs, that's where the situation needs to be. It's not, it's like the influencers are apologizing for something that isn't in their control. Why don't you do something that is in your, in your control and actually tell your use your influence and tell your followers look this brand has done this and i stand with this person Mm -hmm. i'm letting you know what this brand has done and look you guys choose whether you want to endorse them or not right now i can't Mm -hmm. because they chose to exclude a black voice and that's yeah. not on like i well, feel like black that's... voices they didn't they didn't include one black voice <laughs> exactly and I, I feel like that's i feel like that's the way that influencers could help rather than apologizing mm-hmm. and saying oh this has made me learn a lesson to check but it's like <laughs> how are you meant to check you will only know when it yeah. comes out well some people you know? have been saying that influencers especially white influencers need to get into the habit of before accepting these campaigns they need to be aware of like who's sitting at the table yeah um, and who's also involved or they could they can just ask like you can ask yeah what other influencers are going to be involved in this if anything surely yeah. that's like a, um like that's one risk way. a risk like really if i was an influencer i'd want to know anyway because what if there's someone that doesn't align with my views on the campaign mm-hmm. like if they're if i was in a campaign and like bloody Tommy Robinson was also another influencer. I'd want to know. Like, so why, why do people yeah. not ask it anyway? I, maybe I'm just nosy. I get you. But, um, I, get you. I think it's that whole, it's like that weird, especially if this kind of like British mm. influencers, it's that weird British thing where you can't ask what jobs people are working yeah. on and what are they getting paid. It's that weird British politeness, politeness that kind of just mm. leaves us all down in the dirt. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, so true. You know, like, why can't we chat about what we're getting paid or yeah. how to negotiate salaries? Like, why can't we chat uh-huh. about that? Like, the, let's these all get girls money. also, like, they should have checked the Instagram page of Actimel because I checked it mm-hmm. yesterday and all of the people on the page were white. Like, all of the yeah. influencers or models or whatever, or when they were holding, like, the bottles, all the hands were white. All, all of the people yeah. were white that, that were on the page. And a lot of people in the comment section, because they put an out an apology saying oh we're working with the individual involved blah 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 but um yeah, it's too late people were saying, with them at the beginning isn't it? yeah people were saying but, in the comment section it's not really enough like you need to be looking within now and you need to be working out um how you can get more ethnic minorities working on your marketing yeah. team because it's and evident so that there's none yeah yeah exactly and there are so many because like, even i know like i 
wanted to look at um, Rachel Ammer's um, cookbook because mm-hmm. she's got a, she's got a vegan Caribbean cookbook yeah that looks and so it's like, good yeah like I've been wanting that cookbook for a mm. while but I just haven't got around to actually getting it like cookbooks isn't something that I buy for myself you know like yeah, I, I'd expect you know present. to get that as a random Christmas present mm-hmm. but no <laughs> not but this I need year. to remember yeah I need to remember to ask for them yeah because <laughs> yeah. I keep forgetting um, yeah. but yeah but this is kind of like yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with these brands. But the thing is, what's wrong with them is that they just don't have they just don't have any kind of what's the word like they don't have any tact. Like they just they don't care about things like yeah. and the people yeah, exactly. And the, the people who work there it just hasn't crossed crossed their radar. Yeah. Like Black Lives Matter was back in June, so it's like, yeah. oh yeah, that's that's done now. Like literally for them, it is a trend, and it's like, for, mm-hmm. but it's like for many of us, this is our lived experience. Like, yeah, yeah. Just, can you just show us, please? Like, and I'm sorry as well. The thing is as well, it's not only black influencers. I'm sorry like can we see more like more Asian? Can mm-hmm. we see like you know? Because I'm sorry, there's so many um, kind of like Asian vegans like mm-hmm. um kind of like people so i know true. a lot of people who like are indian and grew up vegan and stuff like mm-hmm. that and it's just like why can't we see that because yeah you know that's very like for a lot of people that's very cultural as well yeah. and working um, class as well we don't talk like there's when you see vegans in these spaces they are all so well spoken it sounds like they went to Eton. like some of the guys that are on yeah. the streets doing activism it's like where are the working class vegans that like yeah, you know so you've got, have gone to school with like and Mm-hmm. they're just then then they're not given a platform it's yeah but that's with anything that's not just with veganism working class people yeah, or people true. that i guess you can't tell it's who's like, working class by a voice but at the same time you kind of can like you know if someone's yeah. you know if someone's from like i don't know I, like, I don't know yeah i feel as well like because it's actually been kind of presented that being vegan is like a class thing like mm-hmm being vegan like you have to have money to be vegan because all the food is really expensive yeah whereas like it's not you know, like and, rice yeah beans yeah whereas i think as well um it's always been a case that fruit and veg has been more expensive than like kind of fast food mm-hmm. and stuff like that but it is just the case where it's just yeah it's just like they're made they're made out like vegan food is something completely different to like vegetarian food and yeah, stuff like that true. you know like <laughs> whereas like you know vegan food is just removed milk and eggs and stuff you know yeah, like and it's, it's kind of like they it's like they've separated it into different kind of classes or like vegetarian oh yeah that was that was so like how many years ago now now we're all vegan mm-hmm. and you know vegan is being more of an elite type of being you know yeah it's true some people like that like they they see it as like a superiority thing like Mm -hmm. i'm better than you because i'm vegan and it's just not on like there's homeless people that can't afford the options there's poor people Mm -hmm. like this country is there's a lot of poor people in this country so stop going around i I don't mind street activism like i don't know if you've seen videos of people in the street i think it's quite effective in many cases but at the same time like don't just talk it freaking poor areas when you're doing it like don't target yeah. high streets like my high street if you go down my like town centre people won't listen to you because people just trying to get by like where I live there's a mm-hmm. lot of poor people so like go to the places where people are you know there's there's a whole food so there is an option you know there's there's an easy option for people to go to like yeah. go, go to these places where that gentrified because you know that people are gonna like easily sway like it's, it's mm-hmm. easier to sway them than 
going for poor people. It's just not fair. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's just yeah, like twenty twenty one. Stop erasing black voices, please. Mm-hmm. Stop erasing like all. Um, you know, like black, Asian, everyone. Stop erasing all of our voices. Like we mm-hmm. are also vegan. Yeah, we, <laughs> we are. can also be vegan. <laughs> and know? we're not going to go anywhere. Like you're going to yeah. have to. You're going to have to deal with it because you're and either going to have to deal with it, or we're going like, to create our own brands, and you won't be yeah, around. Yeah, and anymore. the thing is, we also season our vegan food. So mm-hmm. you know, just like let us let us enjoy and eat. I know food. We, we like vegan food. We are the yeah, we we're, like we're true vegans. Yeah, um, well, not me, but yeah. <laughs> Soon, <laughs> one day maybe. Um, I'm doing baby steps. Yeah, baby, baby steps. <laughs> um, have you recently been watching um, Bridgerton? <laughs> yes, the madness. I have. I actually really enjoyed it. I don't normally like um, period dramas. Like my parents are obsessed with like Call the Midwife and all that kind of stuff. And I just think uh-huh. it's a bit dry. But um, this yeah. one, I think it's just literally down to the diversity. Like that made me like mm-hmm. it so much more. Even though it's not the, it's not like the best. Like it's not the most diverse cast I've seen. Yeah, it's still like it does bits. I really enjoyed it. But um, yeah, so I was talking to you before because you mentioned about um, diversity. Yeah, and how you you mentioned before how like there were, you didn't think that there was a lot of um, kind of fully black. Um, yeah, I was a bit like lead characters. I didn't understand why all the leads were mixed race rather than like there wasn't any leads that were fully black except mm-hmm. the um, auntie or like the the mum's best friend of the duke Simon I think yeah. his name is and like she played the stereotypical older black woman role of being the the person who helps the man find the woman. Do you know what I mean? Like the helper role, yeah. not not a main. Yeah. She didn't really get much. Her only involvement was really um, to try and get him to find a girlfriend and to help yeah. him grow as a person. So I just thought that's like, I thought that's kind of a, it, like why give the dark skin people those roles and the best friend mm-hmm. also, his best friend was a dark skin man. Why not make dark skin people and fully black people the main characters? Yeah. I wasn't too angry at it and it's because yeah there's an explanation and there's kind of like an, a hint of an explanation that um they kind of just threw in there and basically they mentioned mm-hmm. about the queen um so the queen was black and they mentioned how mm-hmm. the the king and the queen got married out of love and whatever love and friendship and um and then there was a mention where the aunt was talking to the duke simon mm-hmm. so not the aunt she who was she she was just like a duchess like whatever mom's, she was yeah yeah she was his um his mum's friend but um yeah so basically she was talking to um the duke and she mm-hmm. said oh you need to understand like we've got these privileges because because the king fell in love with one of us and that's oh. the reason why we're here. That's why we've got these titles, blah, blah, blah. Don't waste it. And she said, don't waste these titles. Bit. Yeah. So there's a part where she where she mentioned that. And I was like, oh, that's why. Mm. With. So, guys, if you haven't watched Spirit, um, Bridgerton, this watch is a spoiler it alert. It's because, so quick to watch. Yeah, I'm about I'm about to spoil it. So just stop now. Skip if you need to. <laughs> but I'm going to spoil it. Anyway, so can we just talk about... Um, Daphne, 
and her husband Simon she does get married to the Duke yeah sorry spoiling anyway (laughs) (laughs) can we talk about how um, him pulling out and she did not realise so this and I find this so interesting because pull out culture is actually a thing like now (laughs) Pull-out culture is a thing. They yeah. didn't have options back then. <laughs> yeah. So back then, they didn't really have access to condoms. Yeah. Um, or, you know, birth control. Yeah. Um, now we do, guys. So can I just reiterate that pulling out is um, not 100% effective as a method of con- contraception. Okay? So, um, you know, just, just to point that out, you know, to you guys. like It's definitely not. Yeah. Yeah, but at it's the not. same time, like the way that he did it, <laughs> so dramatic. <laughs> so, um, can I just talk about this whole pulling out thing? Because I thought it was interesting. So, I was discussing with my friend. She thought that Daphne was a bit of a prune, and the fact that she hated the fact that Daphne did not did not understand how babies were made. <laughs> she was like, "Oh, she must know something. She must have some kind of idea." And I was like. Yeah, but to be honest, she's probably assumed, okay, yeah, they're having sex. Mm -hmm. In her mind, she just thinks that he's incapable of having children, like, as in his problem, rather than he just doesn't want to have Mm -hmm. children. So the fact that they were having sex here now everywhere... And I think she was very caught up in the moment where she didn't notice he was pulling out and what he was doing. Because, like, I don't know about you lot, but some sometimes sometimes you're just not paying attention. Yeah, but she like, wasn't even like orgasming. Know. He was just pulling out and then like I don't know, not in wherever he was not in. And then like she was just laying there like, hmm, that was that was fun, but it ended very quickly. <laughs> she was just laying there still. <laughs> literally, literally. I'm sorry, the way it kept ending quick, but like at least like. No, at least he would go down on her sometimes. Yeah. Though. Like, I was pleased to see that. And she didn't have to go down on him it's once. true, she didn't. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised at that, you know. Because I kind of think back, because my friend was saying to me, like, how could she not know, yeah. you know? But I was like, to be honest, I didn't know anything about um, boys' anatomy mm. at all when I was growing up. I didn't know anything. Oh, yeah, you don't because have a brother. they didn't teach us about that. Yeah. You know, and I, yeah, and I don't have a brother or anything. I didn't teach us anything about mm. that. So, um, literally, like, it wasn't until there was a time when um, people at school, like, I was, like, in year yeah. nine, it, in, like, year nine, people at school were talking and, some and like, someone mentioned about one boy as a joke, oh, have your balls yeah. dropped? And I was like, huh? <laughs> like, what? That, what is that? That happens? What does that mean? I was so confused yeah. by that. And I was asking my friend what does that mean how do you know about it you've only got sisters so how do you know you know so I was confused why do my friends everyone else know about it and I don't know anything honestly those times in school when you didn't know anything and then you just heard gossip and rumours about things you're like jeez you put that where what do you do with that (laughs) literally and it's so embarrassing like I feel like I knew about sex but I didn't know about yeah I just didn't know I didn't know about balls dropping and like I knew obviously I knew about sperm mm. and whatever but in but going back to Daphne in Daphne's day they're not even no, going to know about sperm or all they of don't that have, you know yeah they don't have school like we have yeah. school literally like so like obviously me growing up I know that sperm makes is what you use to make a baby yeah. 
for her how is she meant to know that like I would have just put two and two together mm-hmm. but she didn't have she didn't have one in the first place <laughs> to put together to, put, to make two she was just <laughs> you know it was making me cringe because he evidently was experienced he'd been to brothels and all sorts and then she was just this like exactly. child almost even though she wasn't a child yeah. she was just all innocent and I thought why like she's pretty but like, why do you fancy her like what she's just so childish (laughs) (laughs) yeah but that that's like we need to think back in the day back in the day she most likely would have been 15 Mm. and he most likely would have been so true 20 or something and yeah and it would have gone like do you know who um (laughs) she's her mum's famous do you know who her mum is no who's her mum coronation street no, I don't. Oh. Is her mum? Her mum's yeah, on Corey. Yeah, legend Sally Webster. That's her mum. Oh, yeah. Is it? And if you look, she does I look a little I, I bit like her. her, like same face shape oh, yeah. and stuff. Because we did, we did research all of the I did as well. actors <laughs> in in the thing just to like find out what were they yeah. in. I recognise them. I always do that when, yeah. especially when one's attractive, like the Duke. I was like, well, who is he? What has he been in? I've never seen him before. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> But yeah, it was funny. But yeah, I just feel like there's a lot of things we can talk mm-hmm. about on the show because, like, if I didn't binge watch it all in one go, we could have yeah. dissected episodes. I've just nah. got, I've got <laughs> I binge, I binge one all. question though. I I think mm-hmm. the end of of it kind of made me think the main theme, <sighs> the main theme of the whole thing is who is Lady Whistledown? Oh, yeah, there was that, but I was gonna say something. <laughs> Oh, you just saying something else? Yeah. Sorry, that disappointed me. Anyway, carry on. That on. bit, I, I, you I wasn't really even bothered about that bit. And when I saw who it was, I wasn't really surprised. Oh, we were proper, like, trying to figure out who is it and is there going to be a next season? Actually, it reminds me of, um, like, completely different topic. But EastEnders, I don't actually watch soap, so I don't know mm. why I keep talking about them. But EastEnders that year when Archie died, I literally had a notebook and was writing out so Stacey was here Max was here oh my god I loved that year of Christmas and Bradley Bradley was here I think Bradley had died actually yeah Bradley fell off the roof that was the last time I watched EastEnders oh yeah I don't watch it anymore it it was the live show he fell off the roof and his finger was twitching oh my (laughs) god was it And then he just slams to the floor. And then Max, they do like a zoom in of Max and he's like pretending to be sick, sticking his fingers down his throat going, Bradley, <laughs> pretending to be sick. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing came out of his mouth, but his fingers were just like down his throat. Uh, um, literally, they should not have done lives of that. Like, Why was that a thing? That, Why is that, it still uh, a thing? I think they just wanted to like, prove that they're really good actors oh, no one asked like we enjoy the soaps leave it there. <laughs> but Daphne and Simon Daphne and the Duke situation mm. I just feel like everything was just so forced it was mm-hmm. like I believe I do believe that they really liked each other and they loved each other yeah but that guy had some serious issues with his father he did yeah that was just like oh, it was just doing my damn head in it was like clearly <laughs> You just want your wife and your children. Like, stop, mm-hmm. stop pretending like you don't want it. It's you just, you just, you're just saying it because you made a vow to your dad in his deathbed. Like, your dad is dead. It's fine. Yeah, you can't do, live like do that. You. It's just like, too much. Yeah, do what you need to do. Like, he was just doing my head in. Like, mm. whenever the um, the Duchess, his 
um, his auntie, mm. let's just call him the auntie, yeah. Auntie Duchess. Whenever <laughs> Auntie Duchess would just um, tell him, stop being a fool. <laughs> and yeah. then, then he'd finally stop being a fool. It's just kind of like, oh, why couldn't he just brought her in a bit earlier, man? <laughs> He's just, he's just been annoying pulling out all that time. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't deal with the amount of pulling out scenes there were. There was just so many, like every episode. So many. I didn't ask for it. I didn't ask to see like all the details. Like obviously you don't see all the details, but I didn't Literally. ask like to watch this over and but, over again. Did I even say this? I'm not sure if I said it because I I said trigger warning, but mm. um, I feel like so all of their sex scenes. And the scene where she made him come mm. inside, yeah, is actually can actually be classed as rape. Yeah, that, that because could. especially with her, like not letting him pull out. Yeah, because he didn't consent to that. Yeah, that, but then at the same would... time, in in the moment, he wasn't like, "Oh no, get off me" or anything. But then he was kind of like, "Oh, what are you doing?" You know. Yeah, yeah, and it can actually be classed as as rape because that he didn't consent to that however she did not that. consent to a marriage of him going about his business trying not to conceive because mm-hmm. she he told her i cannot have children he didn't say i don't want to have children should we talk about our current dating situation? Oh gosh, um, mine is non-existent. Like, how it's do you hard. date during? Tier how four. do you date during, <laughs> during tier four? During a, a panoramic, you, you know. <laughs> you know what I find really disrespectful is like people asking. I, I know this sounds like such a like prestige girl problem. Like, I think I'm like the dog's bollocks but like I don't like when people ask me to go on a walk date in the winter in the ice in the cold like why are you asking me to go on a walk date when I live in Essex you live in London where the fuck are we gonna go to fucking Dagnum East London for a walk it's disrespectful no I I feel like I agree with you um this is the thing like this is why dating during Covid just me isn't a real thing because mm-hmm. it's like one we're trying to watch who we're meeting like we can't be just mixing with anyone anyhow yeah and then it's like what do you do you go to a park you walk <laughs> am, am I 14 years old <laughs> like am I dating <laughs> back in on a park bench like, what is it <laughs> I'd like I you know like I would like to think I've got money and I can go places like not that mm-hmm. I need to just sit in a park for free because that's all I can afford to do you know you know what yeah. I mean like with gloves on and a hat I'm not, and just yeah, cold I'm just not I'm not a child anymore no I think as well like it's just it's just a waste of time like I'm, you're not going to get the mm. best version of me because I'm going to be moaning like I am such <laughs> an anti-cold person I'll be sitting there and just I won't be able to be myself I'll just be like please get me, oh, so get me a hot drink is this serious? Hot. You've been asked yeah, to walk someone, on a someone, date. Someone, <laughs> like about three people. Like I've been using, I've been using Hinge this week quite, quite a lot. Like I'm getting all, okay. all my matches in every day, getting all my swipes in. And, oh, okay, um, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, girl. Yeah, you know, I'm fucking bored. I've been off work. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, like about three people have asked me for a walk, and mm-hmm. 
Walk, I'm not going to be rude. I'm, I'm Am grateful. I a dog? Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh. The what thing is, is <laughs> for me, I'm all about safety. So, like, I, I will not go to someone's house for, like, the first yeah. time. Like, I'm, I'm not going to be in a private place with you. So there's no point of me really even participating in dating right now because like people asking me oh so why are you using the app and I'm like I really don't even know like I like yeah, to literally. have intentions when I'm doing things but with this right now I'm just like I'm bored like yeah, I want to chat just to chat. yeah just chat and flirt a little bit I, literally see, I get it because basically my profile is on pause mm-hmm. it's been on pause for the whole of the pandemic yeah I unpaused it for for a week then I was like hold on <laughs> a week Hold on, I don't want to talk to these people. Because <laughs> literally, I started talking to people. And then it's like, people, you know when it's like you're getting to know people and you're yeah. chatting and you have to be interested in what they're talking about. I was just like, I'm yeah, not I interested. Don't like I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care what you're doing today. Mm, yeah. yeah. So I was just like, no, let me just pause this profile and just like, just be like, yeah... I don't think I'm I'm looking to date right now. I just kind of mm-hmm. came off it and deaded everything. Yeah. And it's just like, I feel like dating in a pandemic is not for me because I need to go out somewhere. I need to mm-hmm. be able to go to a bar where we can have some drinks, where you mm-hmm. can open your wallet because, you know, I'm not <laughs> opening mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. And it is literally, fair. and just like, we can just, and somewhere we, where we can check that we can vibe in person but I'm just Mm -hmm. like okay I feel like you know the people on the apps during COVID Mm -hmm. I'm I'm feeling like um, they're all a bit weird because they're actually trying to date properly in a pandemic and it's It's like it's very true uh, well I know I feel like everyone's kind of given up with dating properly and trying to meet up properly Mm -hmm. like well you know people who are like-minded I think because yeah. people who I have met at the moment through through Hinge and stuff it's kind of been like I don't think we're on the same page let me just come off and that, that's why I just came off mm-hmm. I just I don't know what I can't tell what dating actually looks like now in the future I can't tell yeah. I feel like um, most people in like their early 20s and teenagers are meeting people from Instagram or a dating app Mm -hmm. like for the first time like you might get with someone in a club or obviously not right now but um, Mm -hmm. I think people are are making building relationships through like digital means really because like you know when when you're in the talking stage everyone in the talking stage is texting the person all day like or at least for a lot of the day and I don't really like that like I I like do you not I love that stage (laughs) no I like the stage but I don't like um I prefer I'd prefer if we were meeting regularly and Mm -hmm. having catch-ups like oh how's your day been how's your week been rather than every every hour yeah I hate I hate texting so frequently unless I'm really really into the person I I really don't like frequent texters especially people who respond really quickly like I've sent something and I'm about to send something else and you're already reading it it's like can you can you relax like I'm I'm still (laughs) typing leave me alone oh my gosh I'm that person I'm that Mm. person you can't stand no I'll be be texting straight away no but (laughs) 
with uh, with guys. I don't like guys. Yeah, but <laughs> just annoying. <laughs> I get you. But like, I do that to guys as well. Like, oh, basically, wow. I used to be, but it's basically with my last job. So when I was dating with my last job, I used to have WhatsApp web open and that would oh. get me through the day. <laughs> So I'll be chatting to people all day. I'd have Twitter open as well, looking at memes. I'll send... <laughs> and so, like, there was someone that I was dating and I'll send them memes throughout the day. Yeah, yeah. I know that they're yeah. busy, so it's fine. I know they're busy. Yeah. I'm just sending them memes that they'll think is funny. They'll I see like it when they get though. home. Yeah, that's so good. So I used to do that. And, um, yeah, and I'll message her and I'll just message throughout the day and I'll like, oh, yeah, I know you're going to reply when I get... When you're either going to reply on lunch or you're going to mm. reply when you get home. And it's like, that's cool with me. I don't care. Yeah. But, I'm just going to send you things that I thought was funny because otherwise I'll forget, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> but, like, I'll I like just send that, loads of multiple things. I miss I that like stage. I like memes, but I don't like when people um, just text quickly, like, yeah. double text, and, like... They'll, Actually... They'll be like, how are you? Question mark an hour yes, later. Like, fuck no, off. that question mark is, like... It's disrespectful. No, just wait I've for my response. Life. Yeah. Literally, like, so, basically... <laughs> and this is so... Because I felt, I feel like when I went on Hinge for that one week mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like that um, those were the type of people that I was meeting so that asked me oh how was your day I'm like oh yeah it's good thanks you oh yeah it was good then mm-hmm. they'll ask me another pointless question similar to the first one like mm-hmm. are you good yeah so then I just won't respond for a bit yeah. question mark then another hour later two question marks with the eyes emoji <laughs> i i hate that eyes emoji i hate it that I, eyes I emoji don't mind it. oh no i can't I, stand it because people kept sending it to me when i wasn't responding <laughs> it's just like <laughs> it's like a ping 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 then, pick up yeah one time actually i had one person go to me literally it was just one day one day i just didn't reply one night i didn't re- mm-hmm. i didn't respond because like the question was like just something like oh I don't need to respond to this yeah the next day I got oh yeah if you're not interested just tell me now you could have just told me and we could just call it off I was like I've literally been talking to you for two days (laughs) that was my response (laughs) these people what oh god do you have nothing better to do than text like sometimes these are like some of the red flags that I see like if someone's got in their bio mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm a quick texter or like the other day I saw someone say um, if if I invite you to start the conversation then you start the conversation and vice versa <laughs> like it's just manners okay? and I saw that in the bio yeah. and I was like is that your way of like attracting what? someone like that's that's your little prompt to start a conversation because you like, come across as nasty like do you not bitter. have any conversation starters yeah, like, I'm not chatting <laughs> you up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Isn't it? Oh, my gosh. No, but that's yeah, just, like, that's mad. People yeah, on these apps, you've got to be careful. Literally. And this this is the thing, I was just like, that's why I just, I was just like, I can't be bothered. I can't mm-hmm. bother to talk to new people. I don't yeah. want to make, I don't want new friends. <laughs> um, yeah, like, because I had one person say to me, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, what is your stance on... <laughs> what is your stance on a friendship becoming a relationship? Because I'm not oh, here yeah. for it. Like, I'm sorry. If I'm on the vibes of let's let's get to know each other romantically mm. in the sense of a relationship, 
let's do that i'm not going to mm-hmm. get to know you as a friend yeah and then later on down the line maybe we'll get together no i'm not doing mm. it because i just i just feel like it's this whole thing where okay so you know when people are like oh yeah they're like oh yeah we got married and we were friends for this long first and then finally we got together it's like okay so your friend has been watching all that time (laughs) and fancied you all that time finally Mm -hmm. they pick up the courage to to wear you down to get into a relationship (laughs) and oh now it's just like oh my gosh this is the best decision i ever made and it's just like no like no Mm -hmm. i'm not here for it i'm just like no, like yeah. I had, I had one person say to me, like, "Oh yeah, well, we can look at being friends first, and then see how it goes." And I'm like, "No, because nah. either I want to be in a relationship with you, or I want yeah. to be your friend." <sighs> and Hinge isn't the place for me to look for friends. Yeah, that's true. Right. I think, I think if 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 you've been friends in real life, and you didn't meet through a dating app or an app or anything like mm-hmm. you, your friends are friends and you've been friends for a while and then you realise oh we actually like each other I don't mind that but I if think, it happens naturally I think that's yeah. different and even yeah. in that case I feel like you can't have been close friends yeah do you know what I yeah. mean I think it would be weird I, I couldn't imagine being in a relationship with any of my close male friends because Mm-mm. Like, we just know, like, I know who you're into, you know who I'm into, like, we're, we're just different, like, and b- living with them, I could live with them as friends, but I couldn't live with them as, like, a partnership, I'd find that really strange. Um, yeah. But, like, with guys online, like, someone you've met online, um, if they suggest, oh, let's be friends first, it's like, well, we're not really friends first because... Like How when are we ever going to be in the same circle? Like we're, yeah. we're just going to be going out one on one on dates all the time. Exactly, so it won't really be a friendly vibe, will it? If if yeah, it's like you pay, I'll pay. Like it's just weird. That's what I don't get because it's kind of like I feel like that whole concept of friendship first. Guys are trying to use it as a new way to pick up people. Like mm-hmm. you know, they're like, oh. It's like it's like they're they're putting themselves down. It's like them saying, "Oh yeah, I know you probably don't fancy me, but let's be friends first, and then let's see what it goes." So it's kind of like they're saying, "Oh yeah, um, I know you probably don't fancy me, but let's go out a few times, and then you can see if you do like me." And it's mm-hmm. like, "Hold on, why don't we just chat, and I'll see yeah. if I like you like that." <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I wouldn't have given you the time of the day. I wouldn't have liked you to be able to talk to you yeah if i need to see how it's how it is you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i would have just deaded it and not got to the conversation part if i if that's if i didn't find you attractive or if that was a big or if there's something about you that's a big deal like Mm -hmm. i to be honest i think i just hate it when people kind of put themselves down before you've even chatted to them like yeah, I had one guy yeah. I hate that as well actually I really don't like that yeah I had one guy he said to me he sent me a voice note and he said oh I apologise about my voice and then was talking <laughs> did he have a squeaky voice and then, literally the big is that because he said I apologise about my voice it made his voice sound ten times worse oh like I would oh. have kind of just like ignored it because 
stuff like that doesn't bother me. I don't focus on stuff like that. Mm, yeah. And he could have just not sent me any voice notes. You know what I mean? I know, you weren't holding a gun to his head and saying, send me a voice note. <laughs> Let I'm me hear if you've got a deep voice. voice. <laughs> <laughs> I Literally. can't. No, I hate when people put themselves down too. Like, um, the other day, I matched with someone on Hinge and I liked mm-hmm. their picture first and they were like... Why do you like my picture? I was like, what do you mean? Like, he's like, what do you like about this picture? And I was like, do you want me oh to like... Oh, my gosh, essay, You please. don't think I should like it? Like, Show what, you're working. In it? But I, I just, I can't, I just can't deal with, like, people who aren't confident or at least aren't, like, don't show any sort of, like, assurance in themselves. They're not, like, you know, they're not happy with... The, if you're not happy with the way you look, either change it or um, just, you know get over it do you know what I mean like don't get don't sit it. there in, in and wallow about it like I yeah it's kind that. of like you need to just like focus on what you do like yeah and just try and present that a bit more rather than focusing on what you don't because yeah especially with men it's easy for us to kind of be like oh just get over it but the thing is like I don't know men probably are feeling like similar things that women do when you know we put mm-hmm. on makeup we wear certain clothes to just you know just to try and feel better but like men probably go through a similar thing but they don't yeah. have like as many things to kind of like cover up and change like women do mm-hmm. and yeah, I feel like I that is that is a big thing and mm-hmm. um like it's easy for us to say get over it but it's like maybe a way is just to focus on what you do like about yourself and try not to bring attention to what you don't like don't bring that's true don't tell people what you think is wrong with you <laughs> you know like just it's true okay if, they, if they're gonna want to hate you for it they'll find out for themselves and then they'll mm-hmm. make their own decision but yeah, um, yeah that's I definitely agree. something but i think day in in this panorama <laughs> I think that is a no for me. I I feel like I'm at this state where it's just like, no, I don't want to talk to new people. I don't want to meet new people. I don't mm-hmm. need no new friends. So don't be trying to like making friends with me on a dating app of all places. <laughs> like if you want to make friends with me through Instagram, cute comment. Yeah, go ahead. Let's be friends. Yeah. Let's be Insta friends. But no, I don't believe that you want to be friends through a dating app you liked my pictures mm-hmm. for a reason in a different way so in in that kind of way you know so yeah. don't be talking about being friends now mm-hmm. like this is it's a bit rude it is it's like what like what's the point of using this yeah. app you could have just tracked people down on instagram or followed them or like yeah i don't know like, there's other way of making friends there's lots of ways of making friends yeah. and like, it's a lot harder when you get older i mean like yeah. that's, that's why i'm under the impression that i don't want no any fr- any new friends i'm just like look i've got my friendship groups and i'm good yeah <laughs> you know but yeah it's like but if new friends come along you know like you you mm-hmm. know like my arms are open <laughs> But no, let's not make friends through Hinge. <laughs> yeah, let's stop Dating that in 2021. <laughs> oh, literally, like, let's be friends is not a pickup line, guys. No, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> literally. <laughs> but yeah. Well, okay, let's talk about what else are you leaving in 2020? What are you leaving in 2020? Um, I think... 
it was just everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> no, I think um, one. Obviously, there's been a lot of learnings this year. I'm I'm mm-hmm. generally a person who I like. Like I said at the beginning, I'm very. I like structuring things. I like reflecting on things like I, I reflect on my years all the time I reflect on my months like every month I mm-hmm. write down things that I've learned and then also things okay. that like positive things my achievements and um yeah just learnings as well that I can take forward mm-hmm. I just like journaling I, f- I find that really helps me okay um, so one thing that I've learned this year is um that I'm I'm quite a sensitive person, but there's nothing wrong with being a sensitive person. Yeah. And, like, that's something that I'm going to take forward for me because I'm just, generally, I'm just quite compassionate. I I care about people and things. Like, I care, like, I care about fighting for rights for people that are oppressed and that are suffering. Mm-hmm. And, like, if some people think some of the things I say are petty when I drag people that are in the wrong, or not even drag, when I call out people that are in the wrong... Then, like for instance, with Tory Lanes, I think people that st- still support Tory Lanes after he shot a woman are just disgusting and repulsive. And I don't, I, I don't like this. Let's separate the artist from the music because mm-hmm. really, you're you're putting money in his pocket, and you're yeah. you like what's that quote? Um, your vibe, your vibe attracts your tribal, your, whatever it is, whatever mm-hmm. way around. Like you're the people that you support reflect, you know, what kind of person you are. Yeah. So I, I kind of you. think, like, if I'm sensitive for, like, cutting people off for supporting, like, people that try to kill people, you know, like, mm-hmm. then that's fine. So I'm I'm happy that that's the type of person I am, and I'm I'm gonna just take that forwards and just know that I'm, you know, I'm always open to changing things that I think are not right with like myself, but that's one thing that I've always questioned hmm am I too sensitive am I taking this too far but now I just think fuck it like I'm I'm doing what I think's right so mm-hmm. my voice my voice can be heard I'm not gonna just sit back that's good I like that so, yeah yeah that's, that's one of my main things what about you I think okay something I've definitely learned and even this is like kind of on you know this has been like an ongoing learning mm. but I've kind of been getting to grips with it more on the later end of 2020 mm-hmm. is boundaries and it's boundaries with loads of things it's boundaries with friends mm-hmm. boundaries with family boundaries with like how I use social media mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that might be a story for another day guys but anyway um <laughs> but like and boundaries with just even people that I don't know boundaries with people that I don't even know like I feel like I give a lot of myself to everyone Mm -hmm. and it's like okay if anyone asks anything of me I'm just like okay yeah 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 yeah, I'll go do it I'll go do it oh yeah I can do that don't worry that's fine but then it's like actually what do I want to do do Mm -hmm. I want to do that favor if I don't want to do it I don't have to and it's just stuff like that and it's even with like some of the smallest things and I've had to kind of congratulate myself for not doing like just even Mm -hmm. if like and even just kind of sticking up for myself and being like actually no I don't want to you Mm. know and even if it's like really little stupid things but just being able to be like "Mm, no thank you Mm -hmm. because like I feel like I definitely like it's been a bit better kind of going on through the past couple of years I'll say but 
I definitely used to be a person who would just say yes to anything and everything and I thought mm-hmm. I'd be hel- I'm helping people and whatever but then it's like that person can go find someone else to help them or they can go find another way like it doesn't have to be on me to go mm-hmm. in out of my way to help someone when it's kind of and then when it comes back to them they're just like oh, okay cool and that's it and it's just like hold mm-hmm. on I just spent yeah my day my time out of my day not doing the stuff that I feel like is important to me and that I need to be doing mm-hmm. and you know just just to help you out and it's like and it's not even a big deal to you mm-hmm. and it's just like no what actually I I can say no and that's okay yeah. and like guys just if you need to say no say no just like protect yeah. your own mental well-being that's that's just what I've learned a lot and that's yeah, what that's I'm taking good. with me into 2021 Mm. definitely yeah that also links to like something that I've learned as well is that people don't owe you anything so like even Mm -hmm. if you like give someone the world they don't have to give you it back like they they probably won't give you it back so like people need to realize that yeah I think that's part of setting boundaries as well like I feel like as well another thing is that you need to realize that you don't owe people anything either Mm -hmm. you know like yeah it's true I feel like it works I want to say it works both ways but that's still like kind of the same sides of the same Mm -hmm. coin kind of thing because it's like people don't have to come and give back to you just because you're giving yourself to them but then also remember that you don't need to be giving yourself to everyone Mm -hmm. you know don't break your back if you if you can't if someone's you know like treated you as a favour um like Good you know, them. they're not they're not asking for it back. Just say yeah, thank like you. You don't have to. You don't have to give it back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> say thank you and move. If you can't afford to like help them out, then you know they they haven't asked for money back mm-hmm. or whatever. I'm just making up a silly situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's but, um, good though. Okay, so what do you want to bring into 2021? Okay, so guys, we are going to have a segment called Inject It. <laughs> so basically we want to inject positive vibes oh i forgot to say that injecting positive vibes into all of our lives yeah we forgot to it's say that cute. at the beginning anyway cute little slogan but yeah we might just say it for this part then but yeah mm-hmm. so we want to inject positive vibes so we're just gonna have a part of every episode when we kind of just talk about something positive or you mm-hmm. know any affirmations any quotes that we've heard or yeah 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 I think my quote I saw it on Instagram um it's don't shrink yourself for someone else's comfort that that's going to be my my theme for the year I like and that. um don't become small for someone who refuses to grow because I feel like for yeah, me yeah that's um, a good one yeah it also links to boundaries too because it's like don't mm-hmm. don't lower your boundaries for anyone like they're they're your boundaries for a reason and think of any time that you have lowered them you've probably been disappointed as a result of that so like Mm -hmm. just stick to what you know like you you know you're good at this this and that don't let anyone tell you otherwise and don't don't feel like because other people aren't leveling up that you have to like like level down or you know shrink yourself for other people that is a good one and I feel like another thing to add on to your point is yeah. obviously a lot has happened in 2020, mm-hmm. but we need to not, we can't be comparing ourselves all the time. Like if your situation, 
has deemed you to know what to take a step back and to take a break mm-hmm. this year know what you take your well-deserved rest yeah like mm-hmm. it's been a lot and it's been very emotionally draining like there's been so many things throughout this True. year that have just been emotionally draining it's okay yeah. to sit back and it's okay to rest like you know we're in this tier four again a lot of us might not be working again mm-hmm. and it's just like know what take your well-deserved rest it's not everyday hustle not everyday grind not everyday so oh we need to be finding new ways to make money you know what sometimes <laughs> let's wait for the money to find us okay which oh. leads on to um my positive vibes yeah is that i want all of us to be where the money resides <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I so love like, that. literally, yeah, that's that's where I want us to be. Where the money mm-hmm. resides, where the money resides. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's what I want for us in 2021. You know, let's just wait for the money to come to us because we're going to mm-hmm. be where the money resides. Anyway, yeah, that'll be the last time I see it. <laughs> it's a good one though for 2020. It like, is. Yeah, I like that. It is. Like, we're going to like... So yeah, we just really want to just bring like positive energy to all of you guys. Like mm-hmm. it's been a hard time and we yeah. just want to bring kind of like, you know, just to remind you, you know what, let's, we can do it and it's okay. Mm-hmm. And it's okay if you're feeling down, that's fine. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you're in a good mood, it's fine. If you had a good Christmas, you know what, good for you, that's fine as well, you know? And yeah. like, if you haven't had a good time, if you haven't been able to see family, that's okay too it's okay Mm -hmm. not to feel good it's okay not to feel yourself um but we want to just kind of remember what positives we can not take away just more like what positives we can remind ourselves that we've got and that we can carry with us just just Mm -hmm. to keep just to keep our energies up and Mm -hmm. we don't want to be feeling fatigued from covid exactly covid fatigued i think that should be a new term yeah yeah yeah. you heard it here first they they say that at my work but we can steal it yeah (laughs) you heard it here first really inject it inject it Mm -hmm. to covid covid fatigued yeah um i I think we all are the other day yeah and um it said that uh you know whiskey his song essence Mm -hmm. um it said that it sounds it sounds like crack (laughs) <laughs> I feel like if you're in a bad mood listen to that song and you'll feel so uplifted <laughs> I just needed to add that to this section Literally, so yeah, I just thought yeah. of it <laughs> okay so then when you're feeling down with kid and Ken Essence <laughs> that's what I we recommend I love that song though it's I just do. it's I so feel good yeah oh gosh what I needed to drop that in somewhere I just yeah thought, I like oh, that I like that it's a good song I'm blessed. I like blessed with, is it Damien Marley? That's a nice one. I might be rough around the edges. Mm-mm-mm. That one. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. I'm just trying to yeah. think of the things that have made me feel good the, the past few. Yeah, definitely coffee. Coffee has made me feel good music-wise mm. all year. I thought you meant coffee as in drink. I was like, Ooh. Oh, no, no, I don't drink coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's a bit random, like coffee. No. Um, but yeah I just yeah I also I wrote some affirmations actually yeah as well but um 
yeah guys i'm trying i'm trying to like manifest things so mm. <laughs> i've got a manifestation list which i started oh. um like a month ago and i managed to take things off oh that's yeah, so I managed good to take things off. crazy but um yeah that's so nice that's half a story for another day is it too personal oh (laughs) it's not personal (laughs) well basically there's a dress i wanted and i bought it oh yeah i needed a new camera so i managed to get hold of that it hasn't come it hasn't arrived yet yeah um because my camera broke because the wind blew over my tripod when i was roller skating (laughs) oh that's so bad (laughs) yeah and there was something else that i had on there but I'll tell you about that another time. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, yeah, and I managed to take it off. Well, half, kind of, almost. We'll see. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not gonna hold my breath in case. But um, in um, another podcast we do, we should talk about um, like manifestation. And yeah, definitely goals and stuff. Because yeah, it, it's helpful to. I find it very helpful hearing other people talk about the way that they set goals and mm-hmm. you know what they're taking forwards and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I find it helpful. Yeah, because I think. Yeah, I thought this time I'm going to try and do it like properly. So I've got, and I've also got affirmations, kind of just positive things to talk about myself as well, which mm-hmm. um, I'm meant to say every morning, which I haven't said today. Um, but I started it yesterday though so it's okay that's good I'll, I'll be able to do it yeah. tonight and um, yeah my manifestation list I'm just like you know what I'm trying to get these things and these things yeah. will come to me they'll come to me they'll come mm-hmm. to me in God's time but they will mm-hmm. come and I will have them and I'll have the things and you exactly. know if it's not for me it'll come in some other way but yeah, um, yeah guys you if you want to what were we going to say? I'll carry on. I was just going to say, you've written them down. That's like the, the beginning. Yeah, and then from definitely. There, things will happen. Yeah. So I'm like, um, yeah, guys, what kind of things are you doing in 2021? Are you like, um, do you guys do vision boards? Do you have manifestation lists, affirmations? Mm-hmm. Like what sort of things do you guys do? Um, and yeah, we might, we might do like a few episodes where we share our manifestations and affirmations that yeah. we do and let you know what how, what our journeys are saying yeah um, that'd be really nice yeah um but yeah make sure you you follow us on our social media channels um, yeah what's so, yours yeah if you follow Alexandra? you can follow me on instagram at alexandra underscore nick which is a-l-x-n-d-r underscore n-i-c mm-hmm. um my instagram is at d-e-a-n-n-n-a-b-l-a-k-e diana blake and what's our injected oh, yeah. one I so always forget. you can follow us also on instagram at inject it pod so that's inject it underscore pod so yeah inject it mm-hmm. underscore pod if you want to follow us yep. on instagram that'd be great we'll try and get some more like little bits on there mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah like um Thank you guys for listening to yeah. us. If you've all stuck our around. first episode. Yeah. I know, Woo. our first one. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you guys just want to kind of let us know what you thought of it, if you guys want to review or rate us or whatever it is that you guys can do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, But yeah, let us know if you've got anything, any anything that you liked about it, anything that you think should change, anything 
um yeah just let us know we're friendly yeah, we don't nice. bite but yeah we love chatting so yeah yeah chat chat join chat. us <laughs> <laughs> but yeah thank you guys for listening thanks and, everyone um, yeah see you soon bye